Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. show where I was that was anywhere near the front of the show like during a heavy show was Fandomas right. but I mean there's like hardly any room to like mosh or dance or whatever anymore it's just mostly right. just packed with kids that are you know all just trying to get to the front yeah, yeah. and that's basically all that was going on yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But, uh, so yeah we reviewed we <laughs> reviewed <laughs> A documentary, our first documentary. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this was pretty cool. It's different. Yeah, called uh, Metal: A Headbanger's Journey. Uh, written and directed by a guy by the name of Sam Dunn, who is uh, an anthropologist. Yeah, which yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is not the study of plants. No, yeah. it's the study of peoples, people, and cultures. Yeah. But he's a total metalhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and he's very yeah, very intelligent man. Yeah, seemingly. Yeah. Like. Uh, man, that's really bothering me. The uh, the, the motorboat on yeah. top of my house. Ah, uh, there we go. Put aside the headphones for now. It's uh, not doing not doing good with my hangover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why do why do you have a hangover? Uh, because I got really fucking drunk last night. <laughs> At the Labor Day party at your at, parents' house. At my parents' house, they had a cookout party thing. And I drank a lot. Yeah. I drank a lot. I had uh, three Coronas. You invited me over. And your parents invited me over. Which yeah. was awesome. The, thank you for coming, though. Yeah, it was good. Good food. Yeah. Good people. Good and, times. Uh, yeah, some burgers and mm-hmm. pasta and beans and potato salad. Hot dogs, Mets, Brats. Hots? Huh? Hot Brats? Hot, uh, no, Hot Mets. Hot Mets, okay. Hot Mets. Um, it's also like desserts and, mm-hmm. uh, 
Uh, you, you didn't get there uh, in time for any of the uh, the appetizers, but uh, it was like a huge uh, tray of fruit. I had to sling magic cards till eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I started drinking it around six o'clock that night. You came over around nine thirty. I I had more than my fair share. I was the only one actually drinking uh, hard alcohol. Oh yeah. Everyone else was just drinking beer or wine. Yours were uh, your drinking, friend, of course, your popsicle whis- whiskey popsicles. Right, right. Everybody else just was soft, uh, room temperature alcohol. Right. Uh, and uh, and then after you got there, I think I had maybe like two more bourbons. And then, uh, and then I switched to beer, and I had like three Miller Lights. You're mellowing, it, mellowing down at that point. Mm, exactly. Just uh, working my way down to uh, back to, to tea and Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your parents are awesome. Good place. And, uh, yeah, that was a good time. So. Yeah. It was, it was a fun uh, yeah, I could tell you had had a few by the time I got there. You were a little more uh, open and animated. Animated, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that's what I tend. And, uh, it's, I may, maybe just, uh, kind of a hair of the dog kind of thing, but, uh, maybe I should go get something now. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, I'm certainly not feeling animated. <laughs> and, uh, I know that in a, in a few hours I'm going to meet your special lady friend for the first time. Special lady friend, that's right. And, uh, you know, usually when, when I'm around people I've never met before, I, Shut down emotionally and uh, socially. Uh, <laughs> so you know, if, if you're thinking that you know, I should try to have a conversation with her at some point, I should probably be drunk. <laughs> okay. We'll just we'll just take like a little uh, little uh, vial of whiskey. If you're you, gonna... You've got a flask. Oh yeah, yeah. Rinse it out for me. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yay. <laughs> So, in addition to the motorboats, my neighbors, who haven't been here all day, have now shown up as we're starting the show. Fantastic. Perfect time. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. I need to move. <laughs> they're driving me out of my home. I've lived here for ten years, and they're driving me out of here. Wow. It's like those old, uh, those old cartoons where, like, the bear just wants to sleep in his tree, and then, yeah. like, the woodpeckers or the chipmunks move in, and they just keep bugging him. He's trying to hibernate. Yeah, fuck Woody Woodpecker. Yeah. Was it Woody Woodpecker? Yeah. yeah. It yeah. <laughs> makes for an interesting cartoon. Yeah, it's uh, not very interesting in real life. Kind of like Tom Green. You know, watch a show and you're like, oh, that's funny. But if you knew him, or if he lived next door to you, you just want to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anything else new? I read a I read a Batman and Robin number three today. And, okay, yeah. and Amazing Spider-Man number six hundred, Little Marvel of DC. Okay. They're both awesome. Yeah, the uh, the Spider-Man six hundred had this really good Doc Ock story where uh, Spidey and Daredevil go to the bar with no name, the supervillain hangout bar, and right. they like bust it up. And Doc Ock actually seems cool and scary during the story, so oh, I was like, wow, I was like, that's quite yeah. a feat. Uh, I thought Dan Slott wrote it, and I'd never read anything that he's written, yeah. and I was impressed. Uh, I've only read one thing by him. Uh, no, that's not true. I've read two different things by him. Uh, one was a, uh, I guess for a while he was like the guy to write the Great Lakes Avengers books. Oh, okay. 
And like whenever there would be like a mini series or one shot or whatever, he was the guy writing them. And uh, those are entertaining. Uh, he also wrote a Batman story uh, called Arkham Asylum or you know, Asylum or something like that. Uh, not the Grant Morrison, right. obviously. But uh, and like had covers by Eric Powell. Oh, that was him. Yeah, okay, yeah. I think I have read this. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was good. Yeah, those are good. I enjoyed those. Wow, I didn't realize it was him. Yeah, uh, Ryan Silk drew those, right? I can't remember. It's been too many years. I want to say he did. But, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. And Batman and Robin, excellent. Batman and Robin was very good. Yes, uh, Red uh, Red Hood. Yeah, the Red Hood is coming back. Could be Jason Todd. Could be the Joker. You never know. Could be somebody completely different. Exactly. Uh, I, I too read a Dr. Octopus story this week. Really? Yeah. Uh, the last story that was, uh, featured in the Strange Tales comic. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the, the Jason yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Also in Wolf Bar. Hmm? Also, also did in Wolf Bar. <laughs> yep. Uh, Doc Ock was not scary or intimidated <laughs> in that, but, uh, Spider-Man kind of was. Yeah. Yeah, he was <laughs> just kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, and this is Spider-Man's personality. Yeah, yeah. I like I like Spidey stories, especially that's why I bought number six hundred because John Romita Jr. drew it, and I I love that guy. And uh, he's very good. And uh, it was like a super thick issue, and you know, with multiple stories, but that story was huge. So, right. so it was cool to see like one uninterrupted story, you know, drawn by him. Right, it's pretty sweet. I do like me some uh, J-R-J-R. J-R-J-R? Not J-R-J-R. J-R. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> However, I will refuse to read anything that he does with Mark Miller. Yeah. Yeah, I don't read Kick-Ass. Yeah. No Kick-Ass, none of that uh, Wolverine story that did. Oh, that's right. That was in Enemy of the State or whatever that was called. Mm-hmm. Nope. Just uh, anything else? I'll, I'll definitely be interested in if I don't actually read it or not. Yeah, you should check out the Spidey. Yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty awesome. Of course, uh, I, I think it's going to be very hard for him to ever top uh, Daredevil Man Without Fear. That was pretty good. Yeah. The Frank Miller miniseries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, just, uh, yeah. Just, uh, I love that. How about his, I like the whole Straczynski Spidey run. That was a great. Uh, I read some of those, but, you know, it wasn't, I don't know. I'm not as huge a Spidey fan as, as apparently I'm supposed to be. Uh, right, right. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I like him because he's got the, like, jokes and witty banter yeah. where, you know, a lot of superhero books are just, I mean, you get the action, but it's just kind of like, it's right. kind of boring. But I like, I like throwing it. It's like Bugs Bunny is fighting uh, the Shocker, you know. That's right, cool. yeah. I don't like Ultimate Spider-Man though. I've never read that. It's it, uh, it's got the, the that vibe that that joke jokey mm-hmm. kind of vibe, but uh, and Bendis uh, at his best basically. Right. So it, it's a good combo. Uh, it'd be awesome if Tom Romita Jr. drew that. That I would probably read that. Yeah. yeah. Nothing against Bagley. I think he's good. Well, Bagley uh, hasn't been on the title for over uh, two three years. Well, I mean, that's why I never read it. I was just like, oh know. yeah, he's uh, awful. You don't like him? Bagley? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hate him. Oh, I like him. Oh, I think he's terrible. I cannot... When uh, the Ultimates line was first announced and it was supposed to be like, you know, uh, this is how we're going to get new people into comics, I'm thinking, really? With Mark Bagley? 
He's Aww. awful. That's the guy you want representing all of comicdom? I, I think he's solid. And then with Ultimate X-Men, they did the Kuberts? What the fuck? <laughs> they were literally trying to drive people away, I think. <laughs> well, I'll agree with him. But the Bagley, I, I think he's really solid, and he's a good storyteller. I don't think he's like... Like, I never look at one pinup that he does and, you know, I'm never like, wow, look at this page. But I just think as a solid, like, just John Burnish kind of storyteller, I think he's good. Except that John Byrne used to actually be really good, and Mark Bagley never was. Metal, a headbanger's journey. Let's talk about metal. <laughs> we, can, we can agree on that. I'm thinking. I'm thinking we can agree on uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, it, it was really entertaining. Yeah, yeah. it was very good. Yeah. Uh, as far as the documentary goes, I don't think it was very informative. It, it but was. That may just be because we're metal nerds and yeah. we know most of it anyway. Yeah, like I, I'd known a lot of those stories. Right. Um, I'd even seen a clip from this before, like the the guy from Gorzagoth or whatever. He's like Gorgoth. Yeah, it done that guy. <laughs> I've seen that clip before, but um, yeah. I mean, a little bit was informative, especially like how he put everything in the genres. Oh, the uh, the flowchart. Yeah, the flowchart. The flowchart is good. That yeah, was, that was really neat. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. And and like the one thing I I really found surprising was how I don't know why I'm surprised, but how cool Ronnie James Dio is. Right. He just seems like the best guy. Yeah. Like I would love to hang out with Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. He's uh he's a creepy looking little troll, but uh, yeah, he seems like. One of the super nicest guys ever. Yeah, like and, down to earth. Yeah, just like super down to earth and like really funny. Right. Yeah, and just constantly making fun of Gene Simmons and <laughs> like holding up swords for photos. Right. And, like realizing it's a joke. You know? Right. Whereas, well, I think you know when when uh, like you see like his videos that he did, uh, you know, like uh, <laughs> uh, fuck, like Holy Diver yeah. and you know stuff like that where he's, Silver Mountain Man. Yeah, like he's. A sword wielding barbarian type, but he's like you know four foot four nothing man. and balding. He's been balding since you know huh. he was famous. But, uh. but I, I've seen those videos and I thought, does this? You know, does he believe this is cool or does right. he take it seriously? But but when you see an interview with him, you, you kind of get the idea that now he's just doing it because it's fun. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. That's great. Some of those guys clearly don't get it. You yeah. know. Like, uh, everyone in Norway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is wrong with those guys? They yeah. can make good comics artists, apparently, but retarded <laughs> musicians. Uh, there's, uh, one aspect of the movie that I really admired, and that's the fact that Sky did a documentary about heavy metal, and it was only a barely passing mention of Metallica. Yeah, it was like the very end. Yep. I mean, like, he mentioned them one time. Right. And then, like, he sort of fades out with Master Puppets, but... Right. Yeah, I was surprised, too. I was like, you know... I mean, everybody knows who they are. You right. don't even need to mention them. Exactly. You know? Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that he decided to focus on other bands. Right. Yeah. That was impressive. Yeah. The interview with Mayhem was probably one of the better interviews. It reminded me a lot of... Have you ever seen... When I was a kid, I saw this... There was a two-part series called, uh, oh, what the fuck was it called? Decline of Western Civilization. Yeah. There was the Punk Rock Balloon, and then there was Metal Years. Yeah. And the one, the one Metal Years one, this first one I saw, and they interview, I think he's the, oh, 
was he the 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 bass player from uh oh fuck it wasn't oh my gosh who was the band he was fucking drunk and he was laying on a, a fl- full flotation right, device. Right, yeah. Was he from Wasp? I think he was from Wasp. Uh, I really I can't remember. But he he was the guy from Mayhem. Yeah. Like in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> that was so great that, that the comedy relief of Mayhem uh, presented <laughs> itself. And Mayhem, of course, is the band whose uh, original lead singer blew his brains out and... Uh, his bandmate took a picture of it and used it as the cover for one of their albums. And they made jewelry out of his skull. Skull, right. Yeah, but, yeah, they were just total douchebags. Douchebags, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly don't, don't get, uh, they don't get what's fun about metal. Right. And I believe they're also Norwegian, right? Uh, I think so. I Scandinavian so. somewhere. Yeah. I believe they were. Yeah, I've never got into that. Like, I was, I was in a metal band once. You're right. And uh, the guitar player loved, like, Norwegian black metal, all that stuff, and I just could not get into it. Like, he'd always bring stuff to practice and play it, and I'm like, I, I just don't, yeah. I don't get it. It's too serious. Right. Um, it, it, uh, it's also just not very good. It's boring. Yeah. I and mean, it's just like, there's there's no, like, I like the uh, change-ups or, or the, uh, right. the groove, you know, right, like, right. I, like, I like metal that's either ridiculous, like, Dio, you know, or metal, like... That um, really pushes, like, what the music does. Yeah, and, you know, it's like, just boring. How right. fast can we go? Straightforward. Yeah. Double bass all the way through. You know, just the same riff over and over again. Right. You know, just like, this is the D chord. Throughout the whole fucking thing. And then, you know, the, the metal singer with his uh, growly, screechy vocals... That you know says like two words and then like doesn't talk for a while and then two words again. And yeah, it's just like Satan loves Satan. I I love metal and I have since I was a kid, but there, some metal bands are some of the worst music I've ever heard. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> but then there's there's some amazing ones like Sepultura is one of the best bands I've ever heard. Sepultura is great. I fucking love them. Slayer, Slayer's awesome. <clears throat> uh, me and Doogie were listening to you. You showed us this, showed me those tracks yesterday from their new album online. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, hate whatever it's called. Hate worldwide. Hate worldwide and psychopathy red. Yeah, we looked those up on YouTube. I mean, one of them had a, like studio footage. I think it was psychopathy red, and uh, the other one I think was just like you know, like their logo with mm-hmm. like the music playing, but. Doogie is the biggest Slayer fan I've ever met, and he's super excited about that. He yeah. likes the way it sounds. So. Yeah, the new songs are pretty good. Uh, stuff. Yeah, stuff, yeah. So how did you get into metal? Let's how? talk about metal. Alright, um... Well, I mean, it's, it's gonna have to go back to Metallica. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, uh... And this uh, seems to be something I was thinking about this while we were watching the movie. That, uh, it's around the age of 12, I think, that anyone who gets into metal, like, that's when they do it. Right. Because I was probably around 12, and uh, I heard, uh, Just for All for the first time, uh, especially the song One. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yep, I like it. And, uh, that, that took me on the path from, uh, you know, Bobby Brown and then... <laughs> Stuff like that, straight into metal territory. That's a huge jump, isn't it? It's a <laughs> fucking leap, man. <laughs> that's not like that's not like uh, 
It's not like being in the Bobby Brown and discovering David Bowie. Right. Or, yeah, which is basically it's a leap too, over. but yeah, it's it's uh right. not as uh, wide a gap, right? Yeah. You go right into uh oh, beneath the remains by <laughs> like haunting the chapel or something. Yeah. No, yeah, like, uh, so yeah, I got in with, uh, Justice for All, and then I got into, like, the Metallica back catalog, and, like, the Black Album came out, like, you know, shortly thereafter, and, uh, that's pretty much where I went from there. Headbangers Ball, I'm sure. Uh, no. no. Uh, never really watched that. Um, although, uh, I did watch the, uh, uh, Cable Access Channel 23. I uh, had their um, late night Friday and Saturday metal shows. Was it Johnny Metal? He had, he wore like a like an Uncle Sam hat. No, not that guy. No, it was uh, Metal Mania was uh, the one show. I thought his show was Metal Mania. Metal maybe it was Metal Mania. Uh, you know, I'm sure um, that there's like no, probably that. yeah. And, uh, it definitely wasn't a guy wearing an Uncle Sam hat. I didn't <laughs> that much. It was just uh, some blonde dude. Well, this guy, Johnny Metal, he, he was an older guy, and he had this, he had a house on Brown Street down there close to the second time around, right. but the bottom floor, like the, you know, like the living room or whatever, was a record shop, and he only sold his metal CDs and tapes, right. and he would drive around during the daytime in this van where on one side he had painted Eddie from Iron Maiden, and the other side, I think it was the chair from Ride the Lightning. Right. So, I mean, he was totally in the metal, and he did the metal shit night, and he was probably in his 50s. Right. I mean, he was just... A wifer. <laughs> Which is something they point out in the documentary. It seems it's, like... Yeah, it's not something that, you know, I was into Slayer for a summer. <laughs> yeah, that's what he right, said. Yeah, yeah you, you kind of like... I mean, you know, I definitely listened to a lot more metal when I was a teenager. Yeah. Like, it was like a, a larger portion of my music pie chart. Right, right. Like, you know, now I listen to like a little bit of everything. Sad right. Bastard and Jazz. Sad Bastard is probably your, your biggest slice <laughs> my, my, chart. I though. love Sad Bastard. Makes me so happy. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I like I'm some sort. I like feed off their pain to make me happy. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. How did it you stays with you for a while? How did you uh, get in there? Well, Metallica was mine too. Yeah. Uh, mine was let's see, it was fourth grade. I don't know how old you are in fourth grade. Like ten, yeah, probably. And uh, I, I remember I was drawing. Actually, I drew I drew a one page strip about this in an upcoming Veggie Doc Saturday number four. So you Oops, make sure yeah. to purchase that. Um, <laughs> But uh, I was in, in fourth grade class, and I was drawing a Poison logo on my... F- it was either on my desk or my, like, folder, my right. Trapper Keeper. And uh, and this kid that was next to me had this, like, trench coat and, like, long hair. And he's like, you like Poison? You listen to that shit? That's what he said. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, here, listen to this. And he handed me a fucking... Co- it was, I remember it vividly. It was a cassette tape without the cover. It was just the white plastic tape, you know? Like, right. the actual tape, not, like, Memorex tape. Right, right. But, it, but he had, like, lost the cover, had it nailed to his wall or something. And it was Master of Puppets, and he handed it to me. I was like, okay. He's like, take it home, let's do it. And so I remember, I can remember exactly where I was when I heard it. I was in the living room. I had it in my dad's stereo after school. And I turned it on, and uh, I think Battery was the first song that I yeah. listened to. And I was like, Man, this sucked for song on the album. Right. I think, well, <laughs> you never can tell with the tapes. The worst side of the tree ones. Right, right, right. 
But, uh, but I put it on, I remember instantly going, like, this is something completely different. Yeah. Like, this is not Def Leppard and Poison. Right. Well, I mean, Battery, if, if that was the, indeed the first song that you, you heard, you know, with that uh, acoustic beginning, you know, right. very slow and kind of pretty. So it's going to be, like, extreme. Right, yeah, <laughs> and then all of a sudden just, da 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 you know, I mean, right. yeah, that's just hits you. And, and on the stair too, like, I'm lucky I didn't have, because I had, like, a, a cassette tape player that was, like, no bigger than, you know, like, my shoe at the time. You know, just yeah. one of those things with, like, four buttons and a little tiny speaker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine and listening to it on there, it would have been like, oh, that was neat. You know, right, right. Were like, well, that was a little fast. But, <laughs> but yeah, on, on my dad's fucking stereo system, it blew me away. <laughs> but, uh, and then, and also... I remember, too, uh, I think I may have told you this story before. Just pretend as if I haven't. All right. Uh, Forgotten. The, uh, the only, the thing that, the Who only stumbling you? block that kept me from <laughs> traveling further in the metal was, uh, in, I think it was sixth grade, there was a kid named Cecil. Did I tell you about Cecil? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> but, uh, he wore a Slayer shirt every day to school. Yes, you told me about Cecil. Yes. <laughs> but a different Slayer shirt. Right. Like, he never had the same one. And during lunch, he would go around to everybody's tray and he'd be like, and, and, and this is sixth grade, right? Right. And this is a school that was all fourth, fifth, and sixth graders. So six is like as old as you get in the school. Right. And he goes around to your table and, you know, we're like, oh no, here comes Cecil. And he comes over and he's like, are you going to eat that meatball? <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> this kid was like 45. And he was in sixth grade, and uh, and he he would take food from anyone's table, and he's he's like two feet taller than everybody else in, in the class. Right. And he had this. He always had slayer shirt on, and he also had this ring on his ring finger that was a wolf's head, like some sort made out of some sort of silver metal. Yeah. And it was like you know pointy, like the snout of the wolf was like pronounced and points out, and it wasn't like a flat image, like a nickel profile. Of right, 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 right. And if you didn't give him a piece of your food. He'd punch you with the, with the wolf ring. Of course. And so, for years, I just associated Slayer with this kid. And anytime one of my metal friends was like, oh, you should listen to Slayer, we're like, no! <laughs> <laughs> you can't make me! <laughs> but, but eventually, that that part of me has passed. Yeah. And I got, in, I got <clears throat> into Rain and Blood and uh, Seasons in the Abyss. Right. But uh, I still couldn't tell you if I saw Cecil... Like going through the, you the wouldn't wire. yourself. I like it, yeah, or if, or if he was in a wheelchair in Meyer and he was like operating it with a straw because right. his only muscles were in his mouth. I couldn't tell you that I wouldn't push his chair over <laughs> the middle aisle. Like fuck you, Cecil. <laughs> or ensemble this bitch. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I'm glad glad I got over that. <laughs> I'm clearly healed. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, that's, it's kind of one of those things, like, when I was, when I was, uh, really little, you know, like, uh, uh, like, uh, my landlord, uh, you know, he, he owns a business that's in this building I live in. Right. And I've known him, you know, forever. Uh, and like some of the kids that he had working for him, like, back in the 80s, like, I know one of them used to run around in, like, an Iron Maiden t-shirt. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like, uh, talk to him, nice guy, but, you know, he'd be wearing, you know, something that has Eddie on it, and, you know, I'm, like, seven years old, and I'm just freaked out by this monster that he's he's wearing, and so I just associated 
Iron Maiden with just everything evil in the world. Oh, right, right. Yeah, but of course Iron Maiden is like one of the most ridiculous bands ever. <laughs> so, but I mean, I I wasn't afraid to listen to them though, like uh, especially when I got to the point where I was like, really craving metal right. in my life, you know, yeah. like you know, Iron Maiden was one of the, like the the bands that like I waited a while until one of the last of the big ones. Right, right. right. And so, but, you know, I got into Maiden, and, you know, yeah, maybe they're just totally ridiculous. Oh, but awesome. Oh, but totally awesome, yeah. yeah. And I think that's uh, that's a big part of what I like about metal, is that uh, I love the bands that are just ridiculous. But over the top. Over the top, you know, like uh, like an Iron Maiden. Or, or Mayhem. Or Mayhem, <laughs> no. But, like, you know, Iron Maiden clearly knows that, you know, they're putting on a show. Oh, yeah. And they're entertainers first and foremost, and you know, like in the documentary, Bruce Dickinson talking about performing to to the crowd, and right. you know, and, and just feeding off of that energy, and knowing that you know, they're not uh, serious about anything that they're right. doing. Right. Well, I think that's the thing that a lot of these Norwegian guys don't get is, I mean, you know, it definitely is a powerful type of music where, yeah. you know, it's cathartic for people. It's, you know, you can release energy and negative negativity or whatever. Um, and there's a theatrics to it that I think stops at a certain point. Yeah. And then, you know, even when it's over the top, like fucking cathedral or whoever, you know, right, like that's right. ridiculous, you know, but there, it gets to a point where they take it seriously and they lose sight of what makes it fun, makes it interesting. Right. And it just becomes like a 12 year old, you know, setting fire to a cat at that point. Yeah. You know, like, like shocking for no reason. Right. It's like, uh, it's, there's a kind of extensive piece about uh, Cannibal Corpse. And mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan or anything like that, but like just from the guys that they interviewed in the band talking about like their uh, album cover art, <laughs> you know, you can still tell that they, they get it. Yeah. You know, they're like, yeah, I mean, we, we don't do, you know, huge stage shows or anything like that, but you know, we, we totally get that this is all just an act and it's yeah. performance. And I think a lot of their fans don't get that. Oh, uh, thank you. That's, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to bring that up at some point. That uh, heavy metal fans are terrible, terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can be. There's a portion, yeah. There is a large portion. I I saw Cannibal Corpse play live. Yeah. And I literally thought, that this girl that was being crowd surfed was going to get raped during during one of the songs. Yeah. Uh, people were, like, grabbing her everywhere. I mean, like, not just her breast, but, like... Right. I mean, it was, like, they were fucking... What are they doing to this girl, you know? Right, right. Just because she wants to crowd surf. And, and I I talked to a couple people at that show, you know, just, like, that I was standing next to, you know, like, adorned in camouflage and, like, scars on their faces. And right. They're clearly insane people. Yeah. I mean, not, like... They're not there to release, you know, from a hard day at work. They're they are fucking into nuts. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there is a... Like, metal fans get stereotyped as just being, you know, retarded, you know, lunkheads that, you know, worship Satan and they're just, you know, socially maladjusted. Right. And, I mean, there are some who aren't, you know, that, that don't fit the stereotype. But the stereotype is there for a reason. Yeah, most stereotypes are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a 
There's definitely a portion. I mean, I've met some really intelligent. Oh, me too. Articulate I mean, metalheads. You're a metalhead, and, and you're very big Steve. cut extensively. Uh, you know, big Steve. I do not know Big Steve, uh, but I know your friend Andy, mm-hmm. who who's a total metalhead oh. as far as from what you told oh me. Oh my gosh, yes. like super metalhead. But he's just like a skinny nerd. You know, he's bald. He's very uh, dweebish looking. Uh, super super nice guy. Very soft spoken. Very intelligent. Definitely not what, if you look at him, you'd think, oh, that guy's totally into just the most hardcore oh, metal ever. Right. But you can but name, he is. You can name any any metal band, basically, that's released more than one album, and he can tell you every band member. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But there are the guys who, you know, they have these sloped foreheads and broken nose, and they wear all black, and, yeah. I mean, they're... They don't get it. They do not get it at all. Yeah. They are, uh, yeah. And then, yeah. And then I think, like, you know, the, the more extreme of the band is, uh, the, the more hardcore of their fan is going to just be right. the worst person that you've ever met. But, but see, I don't think that's necessarily, uh, like the fault of metal. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, any, like, even comics, there's some people that are so ridiculously into it, horrible about collecting comics, yeah. like the, uh, slabbers and the, uh, investors and like, you know, there's, there's a genre, there's a sub, you know, a subsection of every, yeah. every, like, yeah, where I'm just like, yeah it's, gross. A, yeah, it's just, it's not about the metal, but since we're talking about metal, I thought we <laughs> no, 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 yeah, 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 but no, you're right, like the comic guy, like, uh, there's one kid, I don't even know if he's a kid, he could be in his thirties. Man-child. Man-child, very man-child, like. Uh, I think his grandma used to drop him off at Mavericks every Wednesday, and he would, uh, <laughs> he, he would get it, like, he had a file, he would take the books that you give him, but then he would go to the rack, and then he would go <laughs> I know through, exactly you're talking. yeah, he would go through every comic in the pile uh-huh. to see which one was in the best condition, and then replace the one that you put aside oh, yeah. for him. He'd be there for a couple hours. Yeah. And it wasn't like, eh, this one looks good. Right. It was like, Examining the spine for twenty minutes. Yep. Like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. He still comes in, still has a file. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a while, but I don't come in on Wednesdays anymore. I think he's in college, or he just finished yeah. college. Uh, he also used to come in like in the afternoons, and you know, I work, so. Right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there, there's definitely always the the uh, humorless sad sack who is uh, a part of anything. Yeah. Any, any cool. Thing. Any right, cool, right. Uh, any cool, fun, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Distraction. Distraction. Hobby. Hobby. Yeah. 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 But like I said, you know, the stereotypes are there and they're not always true, but they're there for a reason. Right. Yeah. yeah there's, uh, there's enough people that belong to the stereotype that yeah. it becomes proliferated. But yeah, but the documentary, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it, it covered everything, literally, from poison to mayhem. Yeah. I mean, and in, like, an hour and a half. I mean, that's that's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah. And he, and he sort of classified things in a way that, you know, made a little bit, made a sense, you know, like, where it comes from and how it, how it spawned. Yeah, somewhat. No, although it gets a little crazy when you have, like, Norwegian black metal, Swedish death metal, grindcore, death metal, grindcore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there, uh, it was surprising that he did not... 
like I said, I like the fact that he didn't touch on Metallica, you know, at all. Right. Uh, but there were other bands that I thought may warrant like some some so coverage. So he did film the uh, James Hetfield action figure in that one kid's room. That's <laughs> <laughs> <It was> hilarious. <laughs> oh, the Todd McFarlane figure. Yeah, I, isn't it cool? Like, if I may, for a moment, <laughs> it always comes back to comics with me that just how far comics have proliferated every aspect of culture. I mean, even that, like this metal documentary, you see an action figure made by a comics artist. I saw a Alex Ross Anthrax cover yeah. on the guy's wall. Um, it seems like there was another one. There's like three things, but but whatever. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see just comics everywhere getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> Thank you, Stanley, for inventing comic books. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you're saying there may may have been some bigger acts like what Megadeth maybe Megadeth yeah. or uh, Anthrax. Yeah, Scott Ian gets interviewed for fucking <laughs> everything. I'm pretty sure he would have done this. If this would have been the top 100 best commercials of the 80s documentary, he was yeah. in there. H1 <laughs> presents best molehills. Yeah, Scott Ian's there. I don't even know what a molehill is, <laughs> but he's there. But I'm here. Yeah. He's got an opinion. <laughs> Yeah, that is, that is weird now that you mentioned it. Fair. No uh, Testament. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they did get yeah Iron Maiden, Dio, <clears throat> Getty Lee. Getty Lee, yeah. <laughs> Who, Rush, I have never, ever considered to be a metal band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't even see why, except for maybe, like, there's progressive a... Progressive metal, maybe. There's yeah. a pentagram on one of their covers. So right, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, progressive, maybe, like, more like Dream Theater or something. Yeah. Uh... Interview Tony Iommi, but no Ozzy. Which was fine with me. Uh, it's I mean, true, it's true. I, mean, there's only I don't so want to sit Ozzy. through 20 minutes of uh, what would normally be a five-minute conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that and just, like, everyone knows yeah, Ozzy's been in at this point. And Tony Iommi is, like, he basically constructed the sound. I mean, Ozzy constructed yeah. the lyrics, probably. <clears> the <throat> lyrics and the image and the attitude, uh, maybe. The bad hair. Bad hair. Uh, the pants, but pants. but yeah, I only basically came up with a sound that I only created people. heavy metal. Yeah, like everybody in this video knows who Tony is. Yeah. Like all, even Mayhem, they probably are. Yeah, you know, they probably realize who he is. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, uh, I do think that uh, it was. Um, I was I was kind of scared at the beginning because I think because they they present the question of you know. Who created heavy metal? Oh, yeah. And they start with, like, you know, the, the early metal bands. And I know that a lot of them are kind of considered heavy metal, like Led Zeppelin. What was on Blue, Blue Cheer? Blue Cheer? I never heard of them. Uh, I've heard of them, but, you know, uh, obviously, Deep not purple. enough to name a song. Pete Purple. And I was really afraid that, you know, he was going to say some other band other than Black Sabbath. Yeah. And I think you and I can both agree, Black Sabbath created a heavy metal. That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah, and I think, yeah, anyone who is into metal or plays metal, they know it too. And, and like, a lot of these bands, or a lot of fans will be like, no, no, uh, you know, you know, it was, it was Deep Purple or Blue Cheer or whatever. Right. Uh, <clears throat> that's like saying, you know, okay, you know, Black Sabbath is pizza. Yeah. Maybe one of those other bands is Basil. Yeah. Maybe they're oregano. <laughs> But they weren't fucking pizza. No, you know? right, right. <clears throat> they were all a piece of 
yeah, they were all a piece of the pie, literally. Yeah. That that eventually led to the creation of the pizza. Right. Which yeah. is which is black sandwich. Black sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> um Or I mean, like even if they were contemporaries, like if they were all playing at the exact same time, they were all feeding on that same vibe yeah. or whatever that was going on. Right. But Black Sabbath is the one that said, Nope, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you're almost there, guys. Yeah. Here it is. And what was the what was that note that they said Wagner invented the tri note or something? Like uh, that? yeah, the the tricord, tricord, tri, tri something. I don't know. The, the devil's note. Yeah, the devil's note. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I thought that was just called you know like an E chord. I'm not <laughs> sure, but you know, the, like the the darkest, lowest, heaviest sound in metal. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. If they're kind of attributed to that. Was there any band that you saw in this documentary that you were like, I gotta check out Slipknot or whatever? I mean, besides Mayhem, we both agree. Well, of course. We're gonna go get the matching back tattoos Monday. Yep. But, uh. Yeah, not really. Uh. Well, not necessarily that you didn't hear of. Because I got one that I'm like, I need to pick up. Yeah, like Dio. Yeah, Dio. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, I've never owned a Dio album. Right. But I've, I mean, you know, I've known who they are since I was like 10. But, right, right. But uh, after watching that, I'm like, you know, I fucking, I need a Dio. And not not as a, like, catch up, check this kitschy album out. Right, but like but a like, genuine interest. Yeah, yeah. But like, I want to fucking listen to Dio. Right. Like, right. while I'm doing stuff on the computer, you know, by myself. Right, right. Not like right. driving around, like, hey, buddy, check this hilarious. <laughs> Because that would be Cathedral. Cathedral, uh, if anybody's listening to this, please, YouTube, there's a band called Cathedral. Best heavy metal video ever. ever. It makes Spinal Tap look like they're fucking serious. Like, like they're not trying to be funny. Right. Uh, the, the song is called Hopkins Witchfinder General. I've heard, uh, fuck. It's from Eric Records. Years, 90s, probably late 90s. Uh, I know there's a band called Witchfinder General. Well, it's, yeah, it's like a Vincent Price movie. But yeah, there's also that. Yeah. And they, I mean, they, they use clips of that in their video, but the rest of the video where it's like the actual band and their stage show and, oh my gosh, it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> Cathedral Hopkins Witchfinder General. Please, please go do yourself a favor. <laughs> this is like eating a piece of pie in the middle of the day and watching this video. You'll be that happy. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I I don't think that there's any band that was featured that, you know, I'd uh, want to check out stuff right. from. Uh, but that just may be because I hate music, but. <laughs> <laughs> I could play a part in your, your decision. Uh, I don't know. Uh, like, uh, I've never really been into Cannibal Corpse, but, you know, I might, uh, check out some of their stuff. Or, okay. Uh, Arch Enemy, I was fairly impressed with, uh, some of the footage that they had in there. Which, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'd for, I had forgot, I've heard them before, but I forget they had a female. Vocals. Yeah, which, uh, brings me to, uh, a band that you were in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, High Society, because, yeah. uh, there's a section about, uh, girl, Empowerment. girl bands and then, girl uh, school, girl school and female, uh, metal bands like Kitty and Doro from Warlock. Doro, yeah. And so, uh, it, it got me to think about, uh, because he mentioned specifically the, the, 
females who are now trying to perfect the, the guttural yeah, death metal. Yeah. You know, and uh, tell us about high society. High <laughs> society. I was in a, it was it was kind of inspired from like basically when punk rock got inspired by metal and bands like I Hate God and Cavity and that sort of thing, like Black Flag mixed with Black Sabbath came up. Yeah. We totally ripped off this band called Cavity, who <clears throat> I still love to this day. They're one of my favorite, like, heavier bands. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we totally ripped them off. But my girlfriend at the time, Amanda Freeman, uh, was the vocalist. Yeah, I listened to it not too long ago. I dusted off the CD. It's been, like, a couple of years since yeah. I've seen it. And it's pretty good. I, I'm, I dig it. <laughs> and uh, her vocals are pretty guttural yeah. for the entire thing. Like, you probably wouldn't... You'd be like, is that a dude? Is that a lady? You know. If, uh, when, when you gave me the tape uh, years ago, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, despite the fact that I knew that your girlfriend was singing that in, in, the, you know, band. in the band, uh, I would not have guessed upon listening right. that that was her. Or female in general. Or female in general, yeah. right. Yeah, and she wasn't in the metal. I mean, she, like, leads up on Tool. Right. But she was more into, like, Edith Frost and, you know, just kind of, like, soft, like, you know, James Taylor. She liked James right, Taylor. Right. <laughs> well, who does? Well, yeah. But, but I mean, that, that's cool, you know. I mean, it was probably, like, you know, a way for her to, like, you know, release something, you know, right. like, oh, you yeah. know, being able to just scream and oh, you know, yeah. shit like that, so. And I'm sure, you know, at the top, you, you probably, probably got along and it was fun for yeah, a while. exactly, yeah. I think, I think that was, yeah, I think that was when things started getting wrong, though, like, uh, doing something creative, you know, with, with her. Like, right. maybe, maybe, like, that was like, oh, this is frustrating. Now let's go home and be frustrated some more, you know. <laughs> like, it's cool to, like, jam with your buddies, and when it gets frustrating, like, I'm going to call it a night, and you go, right. like, Todd's an asshole, you know. <laughs> but, you get nobody to, like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you could just take it out of each other. Uh, make it sex. sex. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Todd's yeah. <laughs> <Sounds> an asshole. <laughs> Blow me, bitch. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would still love to talk about metal, but I think we're running out of time. Oh yeah, it looks like we are. Yeah, but yeah, it was a good documentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it sort of re. Reimpassioned my my metal spark. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's always been. It's grand. always there, but yeah, sometimes you want to listen to just something yeah. else. And, yeah, right. Yeah, you, you listen to some Prince or some uh, some some Mississippi John Hurt. Yeah, some some yeah some Sonny Williams or yeah yeah yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna so listen well. to Sepultura on the way home. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I always I always make sure my CD book in the car. There's I mean even if I'm like I just want something quiet. There's always like a metal CD. It's like it's like the cyanide pill that I always keep in my cheek, you know. And just in case you need it, you know, there's always one in my car. And I know there's a Sepultura CD in there, so I'll make sure I listen to that on the way home. But uh, yeah, thanks for picking that. That's yeah. Awesome, Lemmy too. Oh, the Lemmy. Oh, fuck. Oh, gotta talk about Lemmy. Yes. Well, we'll talk about him in the break. I have to come back. Okay. Dude. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back with the uh, Lemmy talk. <laughs> And our new segment on restaurant reviews. Yes. <laughs> oh, we'll be back.
back, everyone. <laughs> oh, Lenny. <laughs> Guess about Lenny. Yes. I can't believe we both forgot about Lenny. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's shocking. Because it's fucking Lemmy. Yes. And he, and he wasn't in the, I don't think he was in the documentary too much, but he was in, we watched the special feature. Right, it was like okay. a ten minute interview. Yeah. With the rainbow, wherever that is. Uh, Lemmy at the rainbow. Lemmy at the rainbow, uh, yeah. I'm assuming it's a club or bar or, bar something. or something. Yeah. He's great. Yes. He is always awesome. <laughs> He's one of those guys too, like every time I see him, I'm like, I can't believe he's still alive. <laughs> Seriously, every time I see him, because I'm like, man, he's been doing this for so long, and he seems like he doesn't half-ass do it. You know, he's no, like, yeah, he's, he's fucking, he's full hog. Yeah, he's yeah. a drinking, speed taking, whoever Bass. fucking, yeah, you know, and he's still alive. Yeah, I think if uh, if Motorhead had gained more popularity among the mainstream. That uh, we would not be referring to Keith Richards as uh, the uh, the cockroach of the music world. Right. It would be fucking lemon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if it wasn't for those cocoa puffs on the show, <laughs> <laughs> might have added, added to it. That's his trademark. Yeah. yeah. Someone told me he was getting those removed. Is that true? I have no idea. Yeah. It uh, would seem weird if he did. You know how much he could sell them for on eBay, though? <laughs> I mean, not even as a pair. I mean, he could. Well, each year, yeah, yeah, ten thousand per per bolt per puff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Aunt Lemmy is fucking awesome. But yeah, he's hilarious. Uh, yeah, he seems to have fun doing it. Like he was on that Probot album that came out a couple years ago. Yeah, or a few years back. Where oh, Shake Your Blood. Yeah, that was a great song. Hell yeah. Dave Grohl really needs to do another one of those. I heard he was supposed to, but that was like a year ago. Oh, right. So hopefully. I was, uh, yeah, I bought that album on your recommendation. Mm-hmm. It was super awesome. Sweet. Yeah, I, I, I totally dig it. And How great would that be to, like, be like, here's a list of, like, my, the 15 most influential people in my childhood. Right. And then, like, record an album with them. Yeah. That's so cool. I mean, if nothing else, that's, that was worth, you know, every minute right. of Nirvana, you know. But then, like, but you think about it, because it's Dave Grohl. You know, I mean... Yeah, Nirvana's awesome and everything, but, you know, Foo Fighters is not so much. Right. And and you just kind of associate, you know, I mean, at least, I mean, the fact that the Foo Fighters is, like, you know, the band that he is now associated with, I mean, he's been with it longer, oh, know, yeah. and it's his thing. Uh, but they do such poppy, you yeah. know, or very commercially. Very commercial, very almost... Cock Rocky, yeah. For at least you know the, this century's version of Cock Rock. Yeah. It's it's weird though. It's like they tinge it with something cool. Like all their videos are awesome. Yeah. Uh, like there's like good lyrics. Some you know sometimes good guitar parts. Yeah, and, but, yeah. It, but it still always stays within that like simple formula. That, right, right. That it's, it doesn't venture too far into creepy experimental music territory. Right, right. It's like it's always pretty much something that you can let right. your five year old daughter listen to. Yeah. But then Dave Grohl, that guy, right. turns around and does this fucking metal album yeah. with all of the fucking King Diamond and uh, yeah. I don't think Slayer's in there, but uh, no, not Slayer, but like Max, Lemmy's on it. Uh, the guy from uh, Venom, yeah, yeah, uh, Celtic Frost, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre, <laughs> and it's great. 
I mean, there's like maybe half a, like maybe two, three songs that are, yeah. Yeah, but even those, those yeah. 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 And then there's a song he does with Jack Black. At the, yeah, that was, that was a good one. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the secret hidden song. Yeah. I am the walk. <laughs> See, metal's fun. Why don't, why did, why do some people not get that? Like, especially people that are in the metal. I mean, I can see yeah, why, right. you know, like, Tipper Gore not getting it, okay, <clears throat> I understand that right. more than, like, the guy that's like, I live death. Right, like, right. why doesn't he get it? Satan. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I mean, he, he provides hilarious entertainment for millions of people that watch that video, and he doesn't even know it. You know? Oh, yeah, gosh. it's like, that scene is like this deadly, serious scene where they're they're asking him about like these crimes that have been committed all through the country of Norway, right. and he's fucking sitting in like a stone castle with like iron bars behind him, a chalice of wine. And they ask him a question, and he just sits there in silence for like five minutes, and then finally he just looks and says, "Satan," yeah, and then chugs the fucking chalice. And yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. What does Satan mean to you? Freedom. Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, but, but I'm glad he's on, I'm, I'm glad he was on the, the DVD. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, okay, we can laugh at that. But it's, it's fucking sad because there's those people out there and that take themselves way too seriously. And then buy even, every fucking word of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, even though, like, we will burn churches, you know? Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of organized religion. I'm right. a religious person. I believe in God. But I, I don't believe in organized religion, per se. Right. But I would never, don't ever... Don't burn down a fucking church. I would never think to do that. Yeah. yeah. And it's ridiculous. I mean, I might... Because, you know, we may not be into it, but there are people who are. They have the right to worship whatever they want. Right, exactly. And have the place to do it. Yeah. If yeah. you want to worship Marmaduke, fucking do it. Yeah. If it keeps you sane... And get you through the end, to the end of the day. Just don't start preaching Marmaduke to me, and we're good. <laughs> I'll start clipping Marmaduke out of all the papers. Because I'm just going to come back at you with Clifford. Oh, yeah. Or Ziggy. Well, you can keep it the dog. Oh, the dog, yeah. Bigger okay. dog. Yeah. All right. Damn it. Clifford is a bigger red dog. He is much better, too. No, much better. <laughs> but, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, metal is awesome. Metal is great. I'm, the devil. Yeah. I'm also really glad that they, they didn't touch on any, uh, like, except for Slipknot, they didn't touch on any of the, the new metal bands yeah. or, uh, or, like, you know, shit like uh, Mar- Marilyn Manson. You know, I'm glad that they avoided talking to him right. at all. Although I think he's, he's, he, he he's intelligent. Things good to see. You know, yeah, he's intelligent and uh, articulate. But uh, he is also one who I, in my opinion, lost the joke. Yeah, because yeah. I think like if you listen to like Portrait of American Family, like you can tell that like you know they're in on it, right. but then like with uh, Antichrist Superstar and on, you the know, kind of it's just, right. yeah, it's, it's like, just like we are no longer fun. I I totally agree with you there. Yeah, yeah. and plus I mean we've basically heard all that he's got to say. Basically, mm-hmm. I mean I mean he's given enough interviews. Like no one needs needs that. Right. Um, what else? Uh, bam! Ah, you said Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot what it was at all. Uh, no, no, good, good song. Plaster Caster. Plaster Caster. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised there's no interview with 
Anal cunt. Did I ever tell you I interviewed the lead singer of Anal Cunt? For you a, did not. For a zine. His name was Seth Putnam. And uh, <laughs> I got his number from a guy that I was in a metal band with who worked at a record store and had ordered stuff directly from him. So like, he gave me his, his number. And I just called him one day out of the blue. I, and uh, I was like, hi, I'm doing this uh, zine. Do you have time to do a phone interview? And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I could do a, you know, a couple of questions right now. I was like, well, that's really cool. You know, I call this guy at his house. Right, right. I mean, at first, I mean, granted, he was like, how did you get this number? And I was like, oh, that's from my friend Terry. And I gave his, you know, full name. And uh, he goes, who? <laughs> so he clearly, you know, had forgotten. But uh, but I asked him ridiculous questions. Like, I don't know if you've heard Daniel Cut. Yeah. They have a few memorable songs, but a lot of it's just like, <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. And it all sounds the same. And I remember I asked him, I was like, when you guys are playing live, do you ever get confused while you're playing your songs since they all sound the same? <laughs> And he was like, no. That was his answer. <laughs> and I just remember, like, the last question I asked him, I was like, okay, I could tell he was uninterested. And I only asked him, like, five questions. Right. And I was like, uh, what do you think is better, Pogs or Magic Together? <laughs> and he goes, I don't know what either of those things are. And I was like, that's probably good. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was my interview with Seth Malcolm. Wow. Well, while he, from what you said, he, may sound like kind of a humorless dick, but uh, to be fair, you were kind of a dick at asking oh, the questions you asked. Completely. <laughs> completely. And you know what's even worse? Just seriously, I was a super fan of them. Like, yeah. I had their records. I listened to them a lot. I was like, let's fuck with this guy. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> you know? I think I was like that back then. But oh well. <clears throat> I moved on. I moved past that. And now you're just too nice to people. I'm making up for uh, all the times I, you know, called Kenny a chicken boy and Whatever. <laughs> trying to trying to be a better person. You're you're doing okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, let me just make this uh, an all metal podcast from this point on. From now on. Okay. Now on and there. Food reviews, food reviews and metal. Food reviews and metal. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. All right. Well, uh, do that. Uh, Fraser. That's really good. Yeah, it is. Uh, it looks like it's two years. I'm sorry. What? I'm talking about something no one can see. Yes. It's dumb. But What's his name again? Fraser Irving. All right. Google him. He is good. Uh, you've seen this stuff before. What's he do? Uh, nothing regular. But, it, it looks uh, like 100 years old, that drawing. Really? I don't know why. Okay. Uh, it was from the Azrael comic that came out like two months ago. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like the style. It looks so old. Uh, okay. Uh, he, he, it was black and white. He, he colors it. It's like very photoshoppy. Okay, that's yeah. before they invented colors. What I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he does like uh, fuck was that book that I keep asking about? Uh, it came out from Image, and only like two issues came out. Uh, it was about a whale. People lived inside of it. Uh, sort of. No, not you. I think it was like a bodily function type thing. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but it, it's like pilgrims like got eaten by a whale and they just turned its insides into a home. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. I'll try to. I'll try to figure that out. Right. Order it. Well, uh, I don't think the book is coming out ever again. Uh, 
and stuff. But uh, the first three issues came out and it was awesome. But uh, he drew that. Okay. <laughs> That's all I need to know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> So, I guess we should pick a comic for us to review for yeah. the next episode. Uh, I had one in mind that uh, I was going to pick. It was uh, sort of it was one of those things that was on the list of uh, like you know books I wanted to, to have, make sure we got through in our first year of the podcast. Uh, decided against it last minute. Went with uh, something else that uh, basically just came out. Okay. Uh, I'm picking The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by Eric Schenauer and Scotty Young. Oh, sweet. Okay. <laughs> I figured you'd eventually pick that. I didn't think you were going to pick it already. Yeah. Because yeah. I knew you were a super fan. Yeah. Scotty well, Scott Young. Scotty Young. Scott Young. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just got the, the hardcover collection uh, Thursday, so. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I figured let's do it. Sweet. Because I'm going to read it either way. Wow, that, that, that's very timely because... Uh, at the end of this month, the showcase is running the Wizard of Oz at the theater. So we can review it, inspire people, they'll go out and uh, yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah. Maybe uh, you'll even go see it. Who knows? Probably not. They do sing in that movie. That's probably why I won't go see it. And <laughs> <clears throat> that, and, you know, I saw it so many times when I was a little kid. I have no real desire to ever see that movie ever again. Right. Okay. Cool. But uh, cool. I am uh, looking forward to reading this uh Allegedly faithful adaptation of the the original novel. So. Sweet, me too. I yeah. do want to read it. I like I like the art that I've seen so far. The art looks great. And, uh, I know Eric Schenauer is like a very uh, high profile Oz expert. So okay, yeah. I'm unfamiliar with him. I'm he uh, is a writer of comics. He's done a lot of Oz comics. Uh, he also does uh, the Age of Bronze uh, series okay. from Image, yeah. and uh, he did a, uh, a Vertigo one shot with Ed Brubaker called Prez. Oh, okay, uh, uh-huh. I have read that. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So that's it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to read it. Okay. <laughs> so. uh Okay. So yeah, this is the this is the part where we all go to sleep. Yeah, we're floundering. <laughs> no doubt about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think uh, you got to get out of here in yeah, a few uh, minutes. Go walk my dog. She's ready to poop. Uh, me too. <laughs> what? <laughs> Factory and Slayer both coming out this year before the end of the year. It's exciting. Megadeth uh, has an album. A couple weeks. Uh, I believe, yeah, a couple weeks. Um, Nedible, I think they're putting out there. Nedible is, is working on some material. Yeah. Yeah, good. good stuff. Yeah. Good, uh, good time to be a metal fan. It's always a good time. It's true. That is true. Fuck the. Uh, uh, the second Death Clock album is coming out at the end of this month. Oh, yeah? Got it. I'm pre-ordered. Okay. Fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Metalocalypse. Uh, I wish the, this documentary would have come out like or been filmed like uh, uh, like
like after Metalocalypse uh, had to started coming out because they would have could have totally like interviewed Bradley oh, yeah. Small. And... Well, he has a he has a sequel called Global Metal. Maybe he'll maybe yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. That's because uh, Metalocalypse Death Clock is very. Uh, they're a Norwegian death metal band that uh, <laughs> has a sense of humor. Yeah, it's the first. <laughs> I wonder if Mayhem watch and Gord Soth watches Metalocalypse. They're like, I like to punch so they kill everyone. That's it. <laughs> the humor is on on uh, original. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, enough metal for now. Yes, let's get out of here. All right, all right. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.